Hey everybody, thanks for joining me. Um, you know, I was thinking here lately about what I used to, you know, watch when I was a kid on TV and what well, we all kind of like gather around the, you know, our TV when we were, when we were little, the family and what we used to watch. Um, most of the time we'd watch, you know, NBC, CBS or ABC. Uh, back then you didn't have all the cable. Well, you didn't have cable at all. <laughs> um, but, um, and you had good programming. You had some sitcoms and things like that. Um, special programming, you know, like the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, and all those things were always something that you kind of like look forward to watching. Um, stories on the major networks were, you know, were researched and you know, the reporters seemed to, you know, really take a lot of um, pride in, you know, presenting you facts, uh, details before they would, you know, before they would, you know, come on air with things. Same thing with the newspapers. You know, newspaper uh, journalists would look for sources, double check those sources, triple check those sources, you know, sit down with their editor. And they would go through and make sure that what they were printing and what they were, you know, what the articles were saying was factual and true. And, um, and basically the same thing with, uh, you know, with uh, journalism on TV as well. You know, I grew up with trusting these, these major networks and, um, and the newspaper. You figure what you got in the newspaper was was factual and uh, good information uh, that you could trust. Fast forward to 2023, and uh, sad to say, it's completely different. Today, newspapers and uh, you know what they call it the uh, legacy medias, the ABCs, the CBSs, the NBCs, the BBC. You know, they don't take a lot of pride in what's true and what's false anymore. They are more interested in what sells or what they think sells, you know, newspapers, uh, uh, what sells, you know, online, uh, what sells on the networks and things like that. And they have, to my, I don't know, To me, it's like they have really abandoned what what made them special to begin with. When I, you know, when I was younger, um, they've just given up. They uh, don't care about sources anymore. They don't care about what is true or what they've been able to prove. They just kind of go with whatever the story is. They don't go check their facts. They just go online and they do some kind of sensational uh, opening and some sensational, you know, title for their for their article or for whatever their TV show. And then they kind of like just broadcast things and write things that just don't have um, that are just not factual anymore. And it's it's. Sad to see these things um, and see these people in these these newspapers, the New York Times, the um, you know the Post, and all these people. I mean, they've always been very partisan, and I you know I don't you know that's fine. You can be partisan, but you know I'm and there and there are left wing you know partisan newspapers and the right wing uh, partisan newspapers, and I get it, I understand that. But that being said, I think a lot of these. These um, these legacy papers, these legacy these legacy um, media groups used to really care about facts and um, sources and things like that, and made sure that what they were reporting on were good. And that's just not true today. And I think it's spread into um, basically all of our media. It's it's spread into all of our. You know all of our uh, t- TV programming and everything. This, this wokeness, this this uh, 
I it's I don't know. It's it's really depressing <laughs> when you see these things happening, and, and all of these they're just interested in virtue signaling and following up on whatever is culturally okay to talk about uh, today. And I really believe that that's why you're starting. You see the decline in in, in viewership, cable television programs. Uh, the major networks, you know, you just look at the Emmys or the Oscars, just for instance. Uh, each year they continue to, to drop off, and the more, you know, virtue, like I said, virtue signaling, the more uh, equity that they try to put, put into these, these programs and the more woke they go, um, people are turning, turning off. They don't, uh, they don't watch them anymore. I remember, you know, when I was in, just after I graduated from college, I uh, started working in the radio industry. I mean, I got a BA in communications and emphasis in broadcasting and selling and broadcasting. And I worked for a couple of radio stations in Provo and Salt Lake when I was right out of school. And one of my my, uh, accounts that I had was AMC. It was the theaters. And uh, I say three years. I worked with one station for three years. Anyway, we would, and they were my client. And we would every year around the Oscars and the Emmys, um, we would do several remotes and uh, you know, go out to the locations and and talk about the movies that were up for nomination, things like that. And of course, they would be showing at that time. Um, and it was a lot of fun, and it was the shows at that time were had a lot of to me they just had a lot of value that meant something they the artistic values of a lot of these shows entertainment wise, um, and the and the shows were interesting. I mean, it was about the talent. It was about the the movies. It was. Um, and it was enjoyable to watch, but today you just don't you just don't have that today, you know. With the Oscars putting so many limitations on what kind of movies are going to be considered for Oscars this year, you know, how many black people are in it, how many indigenous uh, people are in it, and how many you know small people, whatever you want to call them, I don't know what they're what they're called today. Uh, how many gays? How many transgender? How many lesbians? Uh, and they have to have all these equity, equitable kind of distribution of all these people. And what you get is just a mismatch of just really just not very good uh, movies and programming today, like you used to get before, where you used to be able to, you know, really count on these movies not only to produce a good amount of revenue, but also entertain you. And you just don't have it today. You just don't have the force and that you used to have, um, you know, when I was growing up. And it's, a, it's really a shame. I can't tell you the last time I, I, I sat down and watched the Oscars. Um, I think the last time I sat down and watched the Oscars, I just I turned it off because I just couldn't stand all the, you know, the people, these, these really um, ultra elitist wealthy people telling me how I'm supposed to think and and because of their you know who they are uh, they know better than I do um, and we all know that Hollywood and all these elites and um, they don't know what they they don't they are bad examples of what you should do in life in the first place and uh, you know and for them to Lecture me, right? On, I mean, right on the uh, on the shows. You know, it's just it's just and all the like I said before the virtue signaling and all the stuff that you know that they that they bring up in these shows. I'm not I'm not interested in watching a show to listen to you brag about. You know, you have a transgender kid or you have a gay kid, and I'm raising my kid to be you know uh, non-binary. And hey, you know, this year we have. Several new movies, and you know they, they, they we're all equitable in what we're doing, and we're all kissing each other's asses, and we feel good about this. And you know, I don't. Most people don't really care about that stuff. They really don't. They they really don't care. What they're interested in is is the movie interesting, is the music interesting, and 
do I want to go see it and, and, and spend my hard-earned money uh, going and you know going to a theater, you know, written it, written it, you know, written the the uh, disc or whatever you do. Uh, back back in those days, you'd go to the movie, you'd rent 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 a disc, you know, and you'd bring it home and watch it. Um, today is completely different, and it's just basically screwed up, and it's a shame because these programs and these these um, these events were always something that you looked forward to. You know, you just look forward to them, and it's it, it, and it's it, this cancer kind of continues to grow, and it's not only spread into. Uh, you know, our entertainment, of course, and TV programs. I, I don't even watch any. I don't even watch any network TV anymore. Everything I do is on demand. You know, I, I choose. I pick and choose what I want to watch, and all this other stuff. I just can't take it anymore. Programming on, you know, TV shows aren't what they used to be. They're not funny anymore. They're not interesting anymore. All these programs are just designed to, you know, push some kind of a narrative. Um, you know, it used to be that, you know, you might have one gay person or something like that. Not every show has to have a gay plot. Every show has to have a transgender plot. Every show has to have some kind of, uh, you know, racial, racial kind of, uh, you know, theme to it. And it's like, my God, like, give me a break. Okay. Um, the, (laughs) I, I wish it would go back to, I wish it would represent the percentage of people in this country that are, you know, either gay, lesbian, transgender, and really and, and have these programs mimic what real life is instead of what the woke side or the left side wants it to be and all equitable. And it's just, <laughs> it really destroys what you're trying to do. We've seen it in comedy. We've seen, you know, we, we see it in comedy now and, and comedians can't make fun of anybody. They can't uh, joke about anything. I mean, my gosh, I was reading an article the other day and it was a, it was an, it was a, supposed to be a good article, but I was reading it and I was, I was thinking to myself, wow, this is, this is kind of a, uh, uh, something almost like the Babylon B would write, you know? And then, uh, and what I discovered, it was a Babylon B, you know. And I, I hadn't looked at who, who the uh, who the editor was and who, who you know where the where the article came from. It turned out to be the Babylon B, and everybody knows that they're that they're satire. Yet you have people sit there and bitch and complain about the Babylon B when they know that it's satire. It's supposed to be comedy. It's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be able to you know take an uh, an issue and kind of like laugh about it and and uh, have some you know and and, and you know, laugh at yourself, and we just can't do that anymore. You know, uh, when I grew up, we used to watch All in the Family, and we used to watch all these the Jeffersons and all these things, and everybody knew that Archie Bunker was a racist, bigoted uh, person, but it was funny, and we and we and we knew how to laugh at each other. We knew that he was, and and um, that he was a basically a jerk, but you kind of like you liked him. Um, because he made fun of it, and he made he made fun of the situation, and we all knew that he was making fun of the situation, um, and that was a lot of programming back in those days. And but nobody bitched and complained and cried and you know woe is me because of these programs. Are we better off today than what we were, uh, you know, back in the seventies and eighties? No, I don't think we are. I think we're worse off. I really do. I, you know, I look at, I look at, you know, what took, you know, and I grew up in the 60s and the 70s, late 60s and 70s when I was a teenager. I, I remember, like, you know, I remember how it was and the racism and, the, you know, the way that, you know, blacks were looked at in, in America. And it, it slowly, it, it, over a period of time, it got better and better and better. And now it seems like we have a group of people that just want to resurrect uh, racism in our country and just won't let it die. You know, I recently wrote on my Facebook uh, on my Facebook page that you know, racism will die when we allow racism to die, and I really believe that to be true. As long as every time something happens, uh, you know, recently this nickel, this Nichols young man who was killed by these five black uh, police officers. Um, you have several people trying to push the race narrative again and 
uh, systemic racism again. And then even though that it was, you know, five black uh, police officers who beat this young man to the point where he died in the hospital, you know, the next three days, uh, they're still pushing it, uh, you know, Systemic racism is even it gets into our black community and it's part of black culture now and but it's white supremacy and it's just it's, it's I'm so tired of it, you know. I'm so I'm just sick of it. I've never seen it. It, it reminds me of the '60s and the '70s again. It reminds me of the mentality that we that that we had back in those days and I'm just, I was sick of it then and I'm sick of it now. I'm even more sick of it now because we're supposed to progress here. You know, we're supposed to learn from our mistakes and it doesn't seem like we want to learn from our mistakes. We just want to keep living in our past. We, 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 we keep living in our past. Like, what the hell? I mean, really? You know, you have people write 1619 Project, the critical race theory, which is what it, what it is, is theory, and basically what's telling every white child, boy and girl, is that you're terrible because you get white skin, and you should feel sorry no matter no matter if you were involved in, you know, uh, slavery or whatever in the past, or your family or your, or your family tree was involved. It doesn't matter. Just because you're simply white, you're a bad person, you're a bad kid, uh, and I just, I just get so tired of it. You know, they call it different things, uh, you know, uh, um, critical race theory, uh, whatever you want to call it. it. What it is is just pure and simple racism. It's bigotry, and that's what it is. And it's okay now because we are calling it something different, but it's just the same old ugly, rearing, ugly head rearing itself again. And now we have people that... that Support this. We have our government that support this. We have our state governors supporting this. We have our school board supporting this crap. We have our president of the United States supporting this stuff, and it's just racism. That's all it is. It's just freaking racism. And, and why don't we just let this die once and for all? If we really want it, why do we have these people continue to, you know, try to resurrect? Uh, this awful time in our history, which we're supposed to learn from and grow from and, and move on, but we just want to continue to live in it. We just want to, you know, just, you know, celebrate it for some dumb reason. And it's like, why? Why can't you just let it die? Just let it go. You know, grow up. You know, let's let's try something else, okay? Let's let's move on and try to do something else. How about uh, getting back to the way things used to be, where we used to have respect and and honor? How about if we have our newspapers actually do some, you know, some research and and check their sources and get three or four sources and make sure that the everything coincides with one another before we actually go on TV or we write an article. Instead of it just being some kind of like showpiece, it's actually got some uh, facts and, and truth to it. Instead of just you know, hey, we're, we're looking for uh, you know, uh, we're looking for ratings. We're looking for you know, number of people who are reading our papers, and we'll do any sensational thing that we can do to get people to read our newspapers and stuff like that. Whether it's true or false, it doesn't matter. And I just whether it's credible or not, it doesn't matter. And I just. Wow, it's just how much we've how much we've changed um, over the years, and it's not for the it's not for the better. That's for sure. It's not for the better. You know, every TV show, uh, you know, every time something happens, it's like critically looked at. Is this got a national story uh, a bit to it? Is this going to be attractive to a national audience, or is it more local? If it's if it's got a white guy who was killed by a black person, uh, that doesn't qualify to be a national story. But if it's a white guy uh, hurting or killing a black person, or a white police officer killing a black person, even though that drug, even though that person might be a drug uh you know, a, a drug offender, a drug dealer who is hyped up on drugs, and um, it doesn't matter. You know, just it's just the the color of our skin is what is the what makes it either a national story or not a national story. And this this latest thing with uh, this this young man, this Nichols, um, 
is just proves my just proves my point is that you have you know people like Don Lemon and all these dumbasses who are sitting there trying to push this narrative which isn't true. It's misinformation. It's disinformation, and they purposely do that just to get uh, you know ratings and things like that, or they're attempting to get ratings. You know, I just read this. I just read this article about uh, Don Lemon's the new uh, his new show that he's doing. That you know, he took him off his one show that he had, and he's doing this morning show with a couple uh, people. And since he took over, like in November, they started in November. I think it was November. Um, what they've seen is every month a declining number of people who are watching their shows. I mean, it's been you know the first month it was like four hundred eighty four thousand people, which isn't very good in in the first place. And then it dropped to three eighty three. The next month it was three seventy three. So he, he's been doing it for three months. And he continues to lose audience. And there's a reason for that, because it's bullshit. It's, it's, it's crap that they're putting out here that isn't true, that isn't documented, that doesn't have facts. It's all conjecture. It's all you know, trying to be popular and things like that. And these guys aren't journalists. They're, they're, they're TV personalities, and that's all they are today. And you have this losing formula, and they continue to use the same losing formula. And it's like, what are you guys stupid or something? I mean, you really want to continue to hey, let's put a new let's put a new show on here, and let's just let's just shift this goofball from one place to the other, thinking it's going to be hey, this this new show is going to be great. We'll put it in in the morning instead of the evening, and but we'll still have the same kind of programming will still be you know we still won't have any facts in our in our in our pro, in our program that we do in our show that we do and we're going to expect people to believe everything that we say because we're CNN or we're NB, MSNBC or we ABC we're NBC and because we had this we have this legacy behind us well, you know what? You lose it if you if you're dishonest with people. You lose people's trust, and that's what you got. You got a bunch of people that don't believe you, and they're turning you off in droves. I do. I don't watch them anymore. I used to. I used to. CNN used to be something that was reliable. All the networks used to be reliable. I don't even listen to them anymore. I go online and get my news source from, and, and I get. I try to get read news sources that are unbiased. And we'll cover both sides of the story. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat, whether you're left or right. They just go right down the middle and they give you facts. And that's what I'm interested in. I'm not interested in your editorial. I'm not interested in your dialogue. Um, You know, pushing some kind of stupid narrative, you know, and continue to push it, continue to push it. And eventually you find out the facts and what you're pushing is false. It's misinformation, it's disinformation, it's outright lying. And you know it, and you still do it, and you don't care. Well, you know what? The American people do care. We really do. We don't want to be lied to. You know? We don't want to be lied to by our government. We don't trust our government. We don't trust the President of the United States. We don't trust our DOJ. We don't trust the uh, the FBI. We don't trust the CIA. We don't trust the IRS. Right? We don't trust Congress. We don't trust the Senate. And, like, how do you continue to operate when you don't have... Uh, your citizens trusting you. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that 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 the government continues to function. Well, it's not even functioning. It's 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 what do they call it? Uh, it's it's not it's not functioning the way it's supposed to. It's dysfunction. It's dysfunctional. It is. It really is. And uh, yet we continue on, you know, we continue on and we continue to accept the same crap from these people. We accept their lies and their, and their you know, um, weaponizing different agencies and different bureau, bureaus to go after people. Just like, and just like Nixon, uh, uh, just like Nixon did when he was, uh, you know, when he was president of the United States, he weaponized the IRS, the DOJ, the FBI to go after people he didn't like or who, who he felt was his enemies. And we have it, we have it going again today. It's stronger and with more, you know, with more oomph than we've ever had before. And, uh, and if you can't, you know, if you don't, if you don't see it, then you're just, your eyes aren't open and you're just, maybe you're just knowingly being deaf or blind to what's going on. But you have to see it, and you have to you have to take a look at it and say, why is this happening? 
And it's just, it's a continual thing. It's just, it just continues to grow and grow. And, and, you know, and we accept it more and more and more we accept it, the worse it gets. You know, you got to think about like who, like what, what point do we sit there and say we've had enough, you know, and who do you trust? You know, personally, I, I keep my friends list very, um, short. Um, I don't, um, I, you know, I don't accept a whole lot of people on Facebook or, you know, any of my social media. Um, and I'm, I'm getting to the point, but there's, there's only like a handful of people, my family, uh, you know, some few friends that I've been around, uh, for, for decades who, who just are truthful and honest. And, and then there's one person that I trust more than anything. And that's God. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I try to live my life in a way that I can be a guide and directed by the spirit. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not going to change. He's not going to change with politics or narrative or whatever the situation is. He's always going to remain the same. Truth is truth. And facts are always going to be the foundation uh, for uh, his life. And, and that's what I, that's what I'm really looking for. Uh, and that's what I try to find in these things and, and, and what's happening in the world today and our, our um, you know, events that are the current events that are taking place. I'm just interested in the truth. And it's, unfortunately that, it's unfortunate that you have to wait three to four months, five months, um, and listen to all the garbage and listen to all the lies and all the misinformation in order then to get the truth later. But at that point, it's too late. Nobody admits it or they admit it, and there's no punishment. That goes along with it, right? No, no, no foul, no, no crime, no foul, or something like you know. It's like, oh, let's give everybody amnesty because we misled the whole country on COVID and masking and and uh, you know the vaccination and everything. But let's see, let's give everybody a let's give everybody a pass on it and let's move on. Well, I don't, I don't, you know, you never learn anything if you do that. You know, we're supposed to learn from things, you know. We're not supposed to be stupid and just and just accept things, you know. People need to be held accountable for what has taken place. They really do. I don't care if you're the President of the United States, and I don't care if you're Joe down the street across the hallway living in your apartment complex. If you lie, you're a effing liar. You know, that's what it is. Stop lying to me. You know? That's why my that's why my friends list is so short. I like people that tell me the truth, they don't bullshit me. You know, sometimes it might it might hurt when people tell me the truth, but that's okay. You know, at least I'm getting the facts, and then I have to sit there and weigh this stuff out in my own head, and I go, okay, I got to make a change, or I, I I thought this and I'm wrong, and this is the truth, so I I just my attitude, I adjust my I I I, I adjust my behavior to 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 try to take in the facts and the truth versus being misled and, and misdirected. Um, and I'm, I just, I'm tired of it. I, I really am. It's very frustrating to live in this world. And I can, I, I'm an adult. I can, I can, can you imagine being a, a 12 year old, a, a high school student or a, or a new college student trying to, trying to navigate your way through all this garbage and trash that, that is being taught today in our, in our schools? Incredible. I just, it's, it's like, <laughs> anyway. Now let's move on from, you know, from this. It's a disgusting thing and I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Anyway, this uh, week has been full of good news. Um, as you know, um, the Republican Party won back to House and part of the promises that McCarthy said he would make um, if he was elected uh, House um, Speaker is to get rid of uh, Elon Omar from the uh, Foreign uh, f- uh, the uh, Foreign Affairs Committee and also uh, Shift and Swalwell um, and their assignments and their committees. Uh, this week we found out that uh, he did keep his promise and did remove Elon Omar uh, from her post in the Foreign Affairs Committee, which is, is exactly what he should have done. And I'm so happy. Uh, I, when I heard the news on this, I was just I was just thrilled. This woman is nothing but a, an American hater. She doesn't like the Constitution of the United States. She doesn't support the Constitution of the United States. She's an anti-Semite. She hates Jews. And, you know, 
as far as I'm concerned, if you don't like Americans, if you don't like uh, you know some sect in this country, uh, some religious sect in this country, and you're going to speak out against them, you don't belong in the seat, and you don't belong in foreign affairs. Uh, period. You just don't. And if you're not going to support the uh, United States Constitution, and you're going to speak out against it all the time, uh, you know, I'd rather have a representative that loves our country, uh, loves what we stand for. We're not a perfect country. We, we will never be a perfect country. But you know what? I want you to talk about the good and the great of this country instead of the negative of this country all the time. In fact, that's what this... You know what we got going in this country now. What people want to take us back to the 1700s and uh, track our record and, and make us a bad country. You know what? Screw you. Um, I'd rather look forward. I'd, I'd rather look at all the progress we've made as as a nation, as a people, and and we continue to make good strides in the right directions. And um, for all you naysayers and all you people out there that hate this country and uh, look at it at, at it negatively, you know what? Go pound sand. I don't care. Um, the other two that they're looking at, uh, McCarthy's looking at, is uh, Adam Schiff, who has been a, a, just a damn liar for the last three years, uh, dealing with Donald Trump and passing all, you know, trying to, all kinds of conspiracy theories about the president of the United States. And he was a, who fought the president, who, who, you know, who supported and uh, brought lies and, and told lies about, um, about the president of the United States. Um, and what got him uh, impeached? What two times? This guy is nothing but a liar, and he has been a liar, and he continues to be an outright damned liar. And he does not deserve to be in the post that he is as well. So he should be kicked off, and uh, you know maybe he can clean toilets or something after this is over with. And the other one is Swalwell, and uh, all I all I got to say with him is that he sleeps with the enemy. He is sleeping with a Chinese uh, spy. <laughs> and, of course, they say that there's no evidence that he did anything wrong. But you know what? Here's what you did wrong. You slept with the enemy, you dumbass. Okay? You should be smarter than that. And if you're not smart enough to know that you are sleeping with a spy, a Chinese spy, then you don't deserve to be on the, on the intelligence committee because you're not intelligent. And we need intelligent people doing intelligent things to protect our country. So bye-bye. I hope you're gone. I hope that you, I hope again, you and uh, Mr. Schiff can like, you can concentrate on cleaning toilets at the Capitol because that's all you're worth. Get away from these committees. Don't let them be on them. Don't let the Democrats uh, try to fool you or, you know, try to make it, just get rid of them. They're, they are, these people are no good and send a message you know, Nancy Pelosi did this with uh, with Republican re representatives, took them off their positions and their committees. You know what? Screw you. I say move forward, get rid of the bad people, continue to get rid of the bad eggs, and move forward and keep the promise to the American people. That's what's most important here, Republicans. You need to keep your promises that you made to the American people. American people like politicians that keep their words, Okay. If you're going to be weasels and you're going to be little wussies and you are not going to stand up for what's right in this country and stand up the Constitution of the United States, then, you know, surrender your, your, your seat, get out, of, get out of politics because you don't belong there, and let somebody else move into your spot, be elected into your spot that will actually do something with the power that they have. Okay, that's all I got to say about that. Okay, good riddance to these three Morons, because they do not belong in any any position that it gives them authority over anything or any. In, the, the word intelligence shouldn't even be associated with any of these people. Okay, so just get just bye bye. Can't can't stand you. Get away. All right. Now, last thing I'd like to talk a little bit about is um, you know t <laughs> I got up this morning. Uh, it's a Saturday. I took the day off because my son-in-law is uh, doing some jujitsu uh, um, competition in, in Salt Lake City. So I took the day off because I wanted to go see him. I didn't get to see him uh, uh, wrestle and uh, fight uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I took the day off. I wanted to go up and see him fight. 
Got up this morning, and uh, I wanted to, to do a nice bowl of cereal with some you know, some uh, raspberries and stuff like that. I I love this Kellogg's uh, with the strawberry uh, dried uh, dried strawberries in them. Anyway, I got that, and and I had a nice bowl set up. I pulled out my milk, and I knew I had a little bit about a cup and a half, two cups of milk left. I poured in there, and guess what? It's all spoiled. And man, was I pissed off, you know. And I looked at the label. I looked at the expiration date. Guess what? The expiration day. Today's the fourth, and the expiration day was the fifth. I keep this milk in the back of my refrigerator to keep it nice and cold uh, because the front of the refrigerator doesn't keep it as, as cold and it spoils a little bit quicker. So I keep it in the back of the refrigerator all the time. And it was spoiled. And man, was I pissed. I, I had it poured all over my, my, I had to throw it all away. And so I had to go get some, get some more milk. But I, I kind of brought up the idea of uh, the uh, expiration dates. And one of the things... <laughs> One of the things that bothered me about my ex-wife is that she always she always looked at the expiration dates, and she would actually just throw things away out of the refrigerator because they reached the expiration date. And I always kind of said, "Why do you do that? Don't you do you smell the milk? Do you taste the milk to make sure if it's sour or not? Do you look at the cottage cheese? Do you, well, she didn't like cottage cheese anyway. But do you look at the cream, uh, the sour cream? Do you look at those things, or do you just look at the expiration date? And she would also get confused with the sell-by date and the expiration date. And she would just throw stuff away. And I go, why are you doing that? I don't understand it. You know? And so, you know, we, we didn't have massive fights about this, but we had some discussions about this. And why do you do that? It's, it's ridiculous. If it's bad, it's bad. You throw it away. It's not like you go in there and you see a, a plum or something like that, and it's all squishy and it's moldy and it's, and it's all wrinkled up, and you know that it's bad. Okay, some of these things you can hold on to for quite a while. All right? Um, anyway, it got me thinking a little bit about ex, um, expiration dates. And one of the th- one of the things that I that um, that I, I look at the world in, in in the lens of you know the way I was the way I was raised is is that you know you look at relationships you look at marriage you look at uh, friendships and I always I always tried to approach it from a standpoint that for long term. Um, you know, in the church, we talk, we talk about eternal uh, perspective on things, okay? Um, our marriages uh, were sealed in the temple, and we believe that a man, a man and woman can be sealed for all time and all eternity. That means when you die, you're still sealed. It's not until death do you part. Um, so I've been raised with this concept of an eternal perspective, an eternal outlook on life. Uh, even Even my own life, you know, I know that I'm going to be on this earth for a, a short a short period of time. Uh, when you're looking at the whole uh, eternities, you know, 75 years, 80 years. My mom's 95, so she's been on the earth a little bit longer than than uh, you know than I have. Uh, but it's in the and if you look at it from the term, from the standpoint of an etern- eternal aspect, it's very short time, very very minute time. And so I've been taught this this to look at things from an eternal aspect. Uh, all my life, ever since I was a little kid, and I still look at that. And but what we have, what we have turned into in our society, is a society that looks at expiration dates on everything. Um, and you look at data today, you look at the statistics today, and um, you look at marriage, you look at divorce rates, you look at marriage rates, you look at children, and it's all it all has these expiration dates. The average, what the average marriage. In the United States is what seven years, seven and a half years, eight years, somewhere around there, and and then people just give up and they quit. Now I know that they're I'm not stupid. I know that there's people that suffer, you know, that that have reasons to get divorced, and there are perfectly good reasons to get divorced. Uh, you know, if you are being, uh, you know, brutalized, you're, you know, you are being, uh, you know, there there are reasons why you that you should end your marriage and move on to somebody else, but. Much of what's going on today is just selfishness. Um, people just want to—they—they they just give up on their marriage. They give up on their friendships with the with the person that they've been living with for eight years, five years, twelve, thirteen years, eleven years, whatever. And they just give up because they want to be single. A lot of it's coming in. A lot of it, a lot of it is women. Women are the ones who are who are. Uh, what is it? Seventy-five percent. Seventy. Seventy-five percent of divorces are, are initiated by women. And that this 40 to 50 year range now is seems to be the time that women are filing for divorces and are divorcing their husbands because they want to be single. Okay, um, 
for me, that was very devastating um, because I always approached, and I thought that my wife approached it from the standpoint because she'd been married before. She had had a marriage for seven years, and she had a terrible marriage. And, she, and, the, and the man that she was married to was a terrible person. Uh, and rightfully so, she got, got divorced. And, you know, I thought, you know, she started coming back to church. I thought that she wanted the same things that I, that I wanted. We got married and sealed in the temple, and we wanted the same things. It turned out not to be the case, that she didn't want the same things I had, and she wasn't looking at our marriage as a, as a long-term thing. She was looking at it as something with that expiration date that she didn't care about. Literally, she, and I really believe that she didn't really care one iota about our marriage because she just dropped it like it was didn't mean anything to her. And, and, and the way she's treated me since then is like I don't exist. You know, you don't hear from me. Uh, you don't talk to me. You block me on everything. It's like as long as I'm not talking to you, I don't exist so you don't have to feel anything. So this whole idea of an expiration, everything today in this country has this, some, some, this, this attitude of there's an expiration date on everything. Okay? Truth. <laughs> There's an expiration date on truth. You know, we over the last two years, we've been inundated with the idea that a, a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy simply because they believe so, right? We've, we, we, there's an expiration date on truth. We don't, uh, you know, it seems like, oh, you know, 1700s, 1800s, 1900s, hell, since the time that cave men and women have you know left the cave with their clubs everybody understood uh the, the genders you can't change genders but all of a sudden uh you know because we have such wise 16 year olds and 12 year olds and wise teachers who are teaching these 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 diabolical ideas okay that a boy can be a girl and girl can simply simply because they believe so because they and then you have people affirming this to them that uh, hell let's truth let's just there's an expiration date on it okay there's a, there's an expiration date there's an expiration date on our uh, our religious beliefs uh, today in our country guess what we have more people not Associated with a religious group, like they, like their parents or their, their grandparents, who are associated with a religious group, they just aren't going to church anymore. They want to be what they call spiritual, but not religious. I see this a lot on on different things, especially in women's things. They they're, they're spiritual, but they're not religious. That means they don't go to church anymore. So they don't. They're not being taught the values that church, you know, church Christian, whatever you are. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're Jewish. I don't care if you're Christian. Whatever you're Christian, I don't care if you're Catholic, Protestant, um, born again, uh, whatever. I don't care what you are. Uh, you're not being taught. You're not really being taught the principles that you used to be taught when you were going to church. You're not being taught the Ten Commandments. You are not being taught. So those things are being left out. And what we have is we have a generation of people who are ditching their their families, who are throwing that away to go out and live in the world. Their children aren't being taught these principles. And you have generation after generation after generation with this concept of, hey, you know what? Um, everything has an expiration date. Nothing's long term anymore. And I, it's just so detrimental to our society. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, what makes a difference? They aren't hurting anybody. They're, they're not doing anything. Yeah, they are. They, they are. They're hurting me. They're hurting, our, they're hurting the generations uh, that are coming forth. They are hurting our country because they're tearing down the fabric of our country. Yes, they are. Every one of these things do hurt somebody long term. And we are going to see that. And we are starting to see that now in the statistics and, and things that are starting to come back with, the, with this whole ch- transgender uh, change. That we're starting to see the effects of this. That are, and, and it's going to get uglier. It's going to rear its really bad head here in, in probably the next five years. And you're going to have a bunch of, bunch of young people who have made these decisions. And they've been, they've been, uh, uh, you know... Um, They've been told that they're doing the right things by their parents, by professionals, by teachers, and and we are going to see a mass problem here because we have forgotten what truth is. We've we've set an expiration date on what truth is, and it varies. We've set an expiration date on what definitions of words are, okay? And we've changed the meanings of these things. 
that have, have had the same meetings for generations and for decades and for centuries, but because we think we're so smart in today's world. We have these elites, we have these uh, university uh, professors and these people thinking they're so smart and so intelligent that, oh, you know, this, this, isn't, this word doesn't mean this anymore. So we're going to change it. We're going to change the way we address people like we've always addressed people throughout time and all eternity. Uh, but now, because we are so wise and we are so good at what we do, we're going to change the meanings of words. Because so, those, those, those old meanings have now expired. They're no good long, any longer. You know what I say? This is all bullshit. It's all a bunch of garbage. It's all a bunch of lies. And I wish and I hope that the American people and the world and the people around, and I, and I really believe people are starting to wake up to this. I really do. Okay, they're starting to get tired of the lies and the misinformation, disinformation is coming out of our, our politics and our government. They are, they are tired of being uh, taken advantage of and basically lied to. Um, and that, and uh, you know what? That's on the Democrat side and that's on the Republican side as well. We want honest politicians. We don't want to be lied to. We don't want a president of the United States to get on camera and look you in the eye and, and, and lie to you. Bill, I remember Bill Clinton, you know, when he was going through with Monica Lewinsky, he gets on television and he said, I didn't have sexual relationships with Monica Lewinsky. Yes, you did. You lied to us, you son of a bitch. You lied to us. And I don't like being lied. I don't like that Obama gets on, gets on national television and says, you, you're going to be able to keep your doctors with this, with this Obamacare. No, you weren't. And you knew it wasn't. And you know you effing lied to us. And you knew it. You knew the facts and you still lied to me. I don't trust you anymore. Okay, I don't trust you. I don't trust politicians that lie to me. And you ought to be removed, you ought to be taken out and replaced by somebody who's gonna be honest with the American people. And honesty sometimes is a tough thing. Telling people the truth, they don't like it because it goes against their grain. But too bad, the truth is the truth. Facts are facts and that's what we need to live by. And if you can't live by that, then do something else. Don't be in politics, okay? Go do something else. Start a business. You're smart enough. You got the, you know, over your lifetime, you've made a millions and millions and millions of dollars being a politician. Take the money and go do something else. Get out of politics because you're not doing anything worthwhile, really. I mean, there's very few of you, very few of you that are doing anything worthwhile. So get out. Let somebody else have a turn at it. You, you suck at it, and you need, to, you need to change. You need to get out and do something else. Go, go screw up some other part of your life or screw up other people's lives. Just stay away from politics because you're no good at it. Hey, listen, um, <laughs> I guess I've done enough ranting here. Um, I just Sometimes I just get so frustrated with things, and, um, and th- things have to change. Our communities have to change. Um, our politicians have to change. Uh, we have to start believing in our country again. We have to start uh, admiring, and we have to start learning what the Constitution of the United States is. So when these morons talk about the Constitution of the United States, that we actually know what the Constitution says. So if you haven't read the Constitution, go read the Constitution. Go read the Bill of Rights, okay? Go read them. Study them. Know what's in them. Because if you don't, you're just going to be a bunch of like sheep being led by a bunch of, you know, a Pied Piper. That's all you're going to do. And you're going to be, you know, bouncing around and flipping around and just listen to the Pied Piper walk you right off a cliff. So please, you know, it's a, it's a very confusing world out there. It's a very dangerous world out there today. I mean, my gosh, we got, uh, we got uh, spy balloons from China, from the Chinese now, um, you know, they were told, in their, and they're lying to you. They're, you know, they're weather, they're capturing weather and patterns and all this stuff. Oh, okay, that's really good. They're in Montana over one of our facilities, one of our nuclear, uh, one of our nuclear sites, or close to one of our nuclear sites. Yeah, you're collecting weather data. You lying sacks of shit. You are collecting data, and I want to know why it's taken so long for the uh, for this administration and our military to sit there and tell us as the American people what the hell is going on. Okay, I'm tired of being uh, kept in the dark. These classified uh, papers that the president has had, the now three different locations and multiple cases. Uh, and why did you hold on to them? You found about you found out about them before uh, the November elections. I think it was November second when you actually found them. We didn't hear anything until what the end of December, January. 
when we found out that those things were were, uh, were found, oh, why do we you talk, you talk about transparent? You're not being transparent. You're liars. You're hold you're 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 you're, you're holding on to things for political reasons. You're lying for political reasons. You know. You shouldn't trust any. I, I'm telling you, you shouldn't trust anything that comes out of these uh, these politicians' mouths anymore. Okay, until they until they start showing respect for me and respect for our country by telling us the truth, um, then you know I just you know they need to be replaced. These old these people that have been in, in office for years and years and just need to get they need to get out because they're they're corrupted. They're just, they're part of the they're part of the bad part of the system, and they need to get corrupted. They they are corrupt, and they need to be replaced. So start looking at look, looking at politicians, look at the people who are running now, and look at their record, look at who they are, and, and see if they have the same values that you have. And if they do, then vote for them. I don't care if you're the only person to vote. Vote for them. Vote these people out that are that are lying to you. Okay, it does this country, it does you, it does our citizens of this country no good to have these people in here that just hate America. They hate people, okay? They want to change things for the worse, okay? And we are in a position in this country right now that it's the worst that it's been in, in years and years and years. And it's because of the decisions and policies of this administration, okay? Not all of it, I understand, I'm not stupid. But much of it is because of the policies that this president has put in place and the trillions of dollars that are being spent uh, needlessly and a waste of our waste of our time and a waste of our money. Uh, our tax money, so the, the money that you and I work for, we, we, uh, and we give up and we're taxed out our asses uh, so we can, you know, so we can pay the government their due. And, and they take that out before we get our money. You ever notice that? That they take their money before we get our money. And uh, and then applying it and giving billions and billions and $100 billion to Ukraine, giving billions of dollars and to China, get, you know, selling our oil to China. You know, just give me a break. It's um, We need to stand up and, and voice our opinions. Call your representatives. Um, tell them how you feel about things. Don't, don't just be one of these people that... Just think that you don't have a voice and your voice doesn't matter because it really, really, really does. Hey, listen, uh, that's all I got today. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, have a good week. Um, listen, if you're, not, if you're not participating in the dialogue and you're not studying and you're not listening to what's going on, you're part of the problem. So don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. Ah!